Thank you for joining me for today's Beast Watch News Update. News from the Internet's most comprehensive Bible prophecy news website, BeastWatchNews.com. I'm Kimberly Rogers Brown. Have you ever wondered what kind of people are those who can justify creating and administering worldwide a vaccine that is known to have fetal tissue as part of its ingredients, a vaccine that is designed as gene therapy that does not fit the vaccine definition to alter the global population who neither understand what is happening to them or know the spiritual meaning of the ingredients in the vaccine? According to Dr. Mercola, COVID-19 vaccines do not impart immunity or inhibit transmissibility of the disease. In other words, they are not designed to keep you from getting sick with SARS-CoV-2. They are only supposed to lessen your infection symptoms if or when you get infection. As such, these products do not meet the medical definition of a vaccine he says reduce your symptoms is what over-the-counter cold and flu medicines do so what is the agenda behind the vaccine two things first to make everyone become like the new world order globalists who worship satan as the ancient peoples worshiped moloch through child sacrifice and cannibalism and second to introduce the mark of the beast system the final global beast empire onto the world stage and make everyone participate in it I will explain the first agenda first so you can see how it goes hand in hand with the second agenda I reported in May 2020 that the COVID vaccine has fetal tissue in it and provided the scientific sources for this you should go read or reread that article that's Wicked enough because it turns people into cannibals not through the mouth but through injection. It also turns them into baby murderers by proxy. Now it is time to reveal what kind of people are behind the creation of a vaccine that uses fetal tissue to culture the vaccines. These people are truly monsters, beasts, and they are deserving of the worst kind of punishment and death imaginable. And these people who murder babies won't have any qualms about killing those who reject the COVID vaccine. A friend sent me an article from Before It's News titled, Babies are born alive at five to six months old with beating hearts and having their hearts cut out without any anesthesia and sacrificed for use in vaccines. Shocking interview with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. discussing the manufacture of vaccines must be viewed by everyone. Yet yeah, that whole thing was the title.
I read the article, which claims that abortionists doing stem cell research, unrelated to vaccine research, must harvest living beating hearts from babies aborted at five to six months and that this harvesting is done while the infant is alive and without anesthesia. Before I puked everywhere, I decided to get hold of myself and follow the information. Here is what I found. The article was an interview between Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and Dr. Teresa Descher. Let me get get myself under control here. As you probably already know, Kennedy is the son of Robert F. Kennedy and is the nephew of President John F. Kennedy. Wikipedia lists him as a conspiracy theorist and anti-vaccine advocate. Now, Kennedy is a, a mixed bag, however. He calls America the world's biggest polluter and advocates for green energy and was New York Governor Cuomo's brother-in-law. And you can go read that article. He is basically on the liberal Democrat side with almost everything except vaccines. Kennedy interviewed Dr. Teresa Descher in June 2020 about the use of aborted fetal tissue to culture viruses for vaccines. It was in the course of that interview when it was revealed that stem cell researchers use the still-beating hearts of preterm infants, cutting the hearts out of the chest of these babies without anesthesia. The Before It's News article refers to humansarefree.com to finish reading the rest of the article, which says one of the more interesting questions Mr. Kennedy asked Dr. Descher was why the manufacturers of vaccines switched from exclusively using animal tissue to culture viruses for vaccines to start using aborted fetal tissues some years back that that happened actually back in the 1960s well you got to ask yourself this question how many dead babies does it take to culture one vaccine or perhaps how many vaccines can one dead baby culture and in case you don't believe that is what is being done please read these other articles here in uh, Beast Watch News human cells human cell strains in vaccine development, use of fetal tissue in vaccine development in Wikipedia, and NCBIs, use of aborted fetal tissue in vaccines and medical research obscures the value of all human life. Just go read those articles if you don't want to go and read my earlier mention of my Beast Watch News article with its scientific links. I mean, just you know, do some research here. And I'm going to go off script here. I am not a fan of Before It's News. Because sometimes they put stuff in there that are conspiracy and stuff that can't be verified and validated. But I followed it through to its completion this week. So keep listening. Dr. Desher's reply was that the industry was getting a lot of pressure from the animal rights movement to stop using animals for experimentation. 
Mr. Kennedy was shocked and stated, it's kind of weird to think that the animal rights activists have more clout with the vaccine companies than do the anti-abortion activists. Dr. Desher replied, they do. And you know what's really alarming is the lack of outcry over human babies born alive at five to six months old so that their hearts can be obtained beating. And they have to be beating to be used in the research that's being done. Now, does this answer the question for you about why in the last 12 years, beginning with Obama, there has been a push, a big push, for second and third term abortions to become legal? Do you not think there was this COVID agenda ahead of time? She says, if the heart has stopped beating, it's not useful. You cannot use it. So these babies are delivered alive and their hearts cut out without anesthesia. And she says, I wouldn't do that to a mouse. That is the part that made me want to throw up. Besides being nauseated, I was enraged, horrified, and stunned. What kind of people do this I couldn't believe what I was reading so I searched for information on Dr. Desher while Kennedy may be doing the right thing warning people about vaccines was he using some quacko wacko doctor to make his case well here is what the bioethics archive from Georgetown University published in 2008 regarding testimony in a hearing on conscience rights related to biologic drug disclosure and alternative drugs had to say about Dr. Desher. It turns out that Georgetown University thinks Dr. Teresa Desher is not a quacko-wacko. Her testimony at this hearing was as an expert in the field of adult stem cell therapies and regenerative medicine. And you can click on that link and go read that article. Second, she graduated with honors and distinction from Stanford University, obtained her Ph.D. in molecular and cellular physiology. She took a position as a research scientist for Replogen Corporation in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Following Replogen, Dr. Desher accepted a position at Zymo Genetics in Seattle, Washington as senior scientist cardiovascular biology. While at Zymo Genetics, Dr. Desher's research and discovery in the area of cardiovascular biology led to the filing of dozens of patents. Dr. Desher was the first person worldwide to identify and patent stem cells from the adult heart, including what are now called very small embryonic-like stem cells. Her discovery remains one of the most significant discoveries in the area of stem cell research. 
Within the field of regenerative medicine, Dr. Desher is also a patented inventor of the most potent mesenchymal growth factor ever identified, licensed to Serrano for clinical development, and of the use of cytokines to mobilize adult embryoid-like cells. She is now president of Sound Choice Pharmaceutical Institute and CEO and managing member of AVM Biotechnology in Seattle, Washington. Desher's discovery of adult heart stem cells brings us to her interview with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and her statement that beating hearts are harvested from living babies. But before we get to that, here is spectator.org on testimony that Dr. Desher gave in 2019 on the removal of the hearts from babies following an abortion during a San Francisco court proceeding on September 18th in the court case Stem Express versus David Daleden and Sandra Merritt. And she revealed in this court testimony the same information. The humansarefree.com article continues talking about this uh, STEM Express versus David Deleden and Sandra Merritt. And it says, but it is not STEM Express that is on trial. The criminal proceedings were part of the preliminary hearing of David Deleden and Sandra Merritt, investigative journalists from the Center for Medical Progress, who were charged with revealing the heinous practice in 2015. Both have been charged with 14 felony counts of videotaping conversations without consent in connection with exposing the role that Planned Parenthood and STEM Express played in the scandal over the selling of baby body parts. Now, I covered this story in Beast Watch News in 2015. Deleton really stirred the Planned Parenthood pot, if you'll remember. People were outraged after he revealed what happens in the abortion industry. And here it is, popping up again, and it is now part of the larger issue related to the COVID vaccine. Hang in here with me and I'll show this to you. Dr. Desher told the court that to be harvested for research, remember, she put her hand on the Bible and she said, I swear to God to tell the truth. By the way, Dr. Desher is a believer. She said, I swear I'm going to tell the truth. And here's what she told the court that to be harvested for research. A a baby's heart has to be beating and be arrested in a relaxed position by perfusing it with potassium solution. To be useful for research, the heart requires energy to relax after contracting. And if it runs out of energy, it is useless for research. To clarify, the attorney for the defense asked Desher 
The fetal heart would have to be alive when dissected from the fetus? I'm sorry, I can't get through this without crying. I just have to continue because even if I stop and re-record, I'm going to cry through it. So just put up with me. Disher responded affirmatively saying that it has to be beating. The study protocol, which was approved by the Stanford University Institutional Review Board, describes the way in which human fetal hearts provided by STEM Express, Diamond Springs, California, were perfused using a Langendorf apparatus using tyroid solution containing collagenase and proteinase. The published study makes it clear that STEM Express provided the hearts and used the Langendorf apparatus to enable the research. In an interview for LifeSite News, Descher said that in order to obtain a heart for a Langendorf apparatus, the organ harvesters would cut open the baby's chest and they would take the still-beating heart out and drop it in a buffer with potassium. Anyone involved in the field would know this is the case, she said. Of course, if the heart isn't beating, they can't get any of these cells. It's impossible, technologically impossible. Nobody wants a stopped heart, she testified. The testimony from the expert witness was clear, yet Snopes and other pro-choice activists claims that none of this is true, despite the fact that the Langendorf apparatus itself is listed in the research protocol published in the Stanford study. We have known since 2015 that STEM Express has been providing intact human infant cadavers and organs because of whistleblower testimony from a STEM Express employee as well as a series of undercover videos published by Daleden Center for Medical Progress. In an undercover video released by the Center for Medical Progress, the STEM Express CEO described how her company often deals with intact human infant cadavers. On the video, the CEO, now known as Doe, in court proceedings to protect her privacy. Wow. Her name, by the way, is Kate Dyer. Is shown drinking wine and laughing. When talking about sending intact aborted babies to her lab workers, I I remember seeing this video and just, well, whatever. Claiming to always give a warning to lab workers to expect such a baby, she said, Oh yeah, if you have intact cases, which we've done a lot, (laughs) we sometimes ship those back to our lab in its entirety, telling the lab it's coming, you know, uh, open the box, (laughs) and go, oh my God. (laughs) You see how, how wicked and evil this is. 
In September 2014, before the organ harvesting scandal broke, Inc. Magazine named STEM Express one of the top 500 fastest growing private companies in America. The CEO was named one of the 40 under 40 by Sacramento Business Journal, which honors Sacramento's youngest and brightest leaders within the region. At first operating out of the CEO's own home with initial investment capital of $9,000 in 2010, just five years later, STEM Express was a multi-million dollar biotech firm housed in a modern 19,000 square foot building in downtown Placerville, California. STEM Express owed its success to its ability to source materials quickly by placing its own personnel at Planned Parenthood abortion facilities to harvest the tissue following the abortions. In fact, the only reason we even know about all of this is not because of the illicit videos. It was because a now-deceased STEM Express employee, Holly O'Donnell, decided that she could not participate in what she found an abhorrent practice. A major expense for all researchers is the procurement of fetal tissue. STEM Express used to publish an extensive online catalog that demonstrated the real revenue source for them is fetal liver. As Cyro preserved fetal liver CD133 stem slash progenitor cells can bring as much as $24,000. While most know that state and federal grants funded embryonic stem cell research at universities and research laboratories throughout the country, fewer people realize that federal grant money also funded fetal tissue research. We have the Obama administration to thank for that. In 2009, the first year since Obama revoked the Bush restrictions on embryonic stem cell research, the funding for human embryonic stem cell research grew from $42.1 million in grants in 2007 to $132.6 million. By 2013, the Obama administration awarded $146 million for human embryonic stem cell research, an increase of 248% over the final Bush administration year in 2007. The National Institutes of Health identifies dozens of hospitals and universities purchasing fetal tissue with federal money, including Stanford, which created its own human embryonic stem cell center for research and education. From fetal tissue as an ingredient in vaccines to researchers doing child sacrifice in order to get stem cells, the world is now being plunged into the worst of all abominations according to Yahweh, Moloch worship, and cannibalism. But you don't have to actually eat humans to become what the globalist New World Order elites have been practicing themselves for hundreds of years in their satanic Moloch worship. 
Now you become a cannibal and Moloch worshiper by injection. And these injections come from the same kind of people who cut out living babies beating hearts in the name of science. And I will show you in just a minute why this COVID vaccine, the first of many to come, lines up with Revelation's definition of the mark of the beast. We're going to see that right in the scripture. Don't the lives of those dear children matter? No, they don't. And if you think this is not the start of the mark of the beast process, think again. You need to make the connection between the mark of the beast and child sacrifices to Moloch, also known as Baal. Now, let's look at how the COVID vaccine is in line with Revelation's definition of the mark of the beast. The mark is rolling out right now in what I am beginning to understand is not an event. It is a process and it starts with the COVID vaccine. I mean, it's not going to be like everyone stands in line to get marked. No, it's a process, one of getting people to accept the authority of the beast system over them. That's what this process is starting. This process involves the alteration of their DNA to bring them in line with the system and to fall in love with the beast. The vaccination process makes it appear that this is not linked to the Antichrist at all. This is done by design, but it is This gene therapy cannot alter your DNA rapidly because any sudden behavioral or belief changes in people would repulse others. And the globalists want 100% of the global population to accept this vaccine. No, instead the globalists are introducing Satan's genetic modifications slowly over time possible flu season to flu season even now Bill Gates has announced the need for a third COVID shot right away they will release new COVID strains to keep people coming in for DNA altering booster shots Shots that will continue the DNA altering process. And those who refuse the first COVID shot might well decide to get in line for it after all when they see the increasing ferocity of the mutated diseases as each new strain released by the globalists appear. People will decide to be vaccinated despite the rising casualties from the vaccine itself. That, and along with some other things I'm going to share with you. RT.com says in this article titled, Pandemic will be with us until everyone on earth given a COVID-19 vaccine, says Merkel after G7 summit. 
The coronavirus pandemic can only be considered beaten once everyone in the world has been immunized against COVID-19, Germany's Chancellor Angela Merkel said after she'd met with the G7 leaders at a virtual summit on Friday. Merkel said that she had stressed in her remarks to the G7 group that the pandemic is not over until all people in the world have been vaccinated, adding Everyone must participate. The commission president said the EU would be helping to ramp up every manufacturing capacity across the continent under vaccine licensing agreements as well as buying equipment and training staff. The 27-nation bloc has also said it would double its contributions to the vaccine-sharing COVAX facility to a billion euro. Germany will contribute 1.5 billion to global efforts against the pandemic, and the G7 as a whole will contribute 10.3 billion, some of which will go towards COVAX. COVAX is the World Health Organization-backed initiative to try and ensure equitable access to a vaccine between the world's more developed economies and poorer nations. And to top it off, the current global divide over access to jabs means that some poorer countries are still without COVID-19 vaccines, while others, including Canada, the UK, U.S., Australia and those in the EU have ordered more doses than they technically require. Folks, the globalists are doubling down on this effort. They seriously intend that you will be gene therapied to meet their requirements and you will end up marked by the United Nations beast. Another indicator that the mark of the beast has arrived appeared in Haaretz this week. This link was sent to me by a friend who got it from a mutual friend, Camp Ephraim. You will have to open the link in Chrome so it will automatically translate from Hebrew to English. But I have here a screenshot of the Haaretz page in English after being translated from Hebrew. The header says, Earth explains, how do you get the green character and what can you do with it? The second phase of the lifting of restrictions will take effect on Sunday. A variety of businesses, cultural and sports events will be open to the public. How is the green character obtained and what will be the updated restrictions? Now that's the header. Here's the content of the article. The second phase of lifting the restrictions after the closure will start the next day, Sunday. As part of the facilitation, a variety of businesses, cultural and sports events, and houses of worship will be open to the public. A variety of familiar means of protection, such as keeping a distance and the obligation to wear a mask, are joined by a new component, the green character. What is the green mark? And who is eligible to receive it? Ah, the green mark, it says in this article. 
Not only should you now understand the vaccine as a mark, but you should associate it with green, as in the global green new normal of the climate accords and America's green new deal and so forth. The green mark continues Haaretz, allows the safe opening of the various branches of the economy that were hitherto closed to the entry of the vaccinated and recovering only. At this stage, it will not be possible to enter the places with a green mark for subjects to corona, nor for children under the age of 16. The last sentence appears to get scrambled in the uh, Haaretz translation from Hebrew to English. The last sentence needs help. As best I can tell from Israel's new guidelines, the last sentence should read, it will not be possible to enter places with a green mark for those subject to corona. In other words, if you are still subject to getting the disease because you have not been vaccinated, you cannot enter a place designated as green, i.e. only for those who have now received the green mark. Here's something else. I have a premium account that I pay for with hot rets, but could not continue reading this article. That's because it came from the uh, Hebrew language side of Haaretz. So I tried to log into the Hebrew side of Haaretz using my English login. Well, the website would not log me in to see more of that article in English. So I decided to look at the Hebrew language side of Haaretz and to copy and paste as much as I could into Google Translate. So I went from looking at the English to looking at the Hebrew in Haaretz and then I copied and pasted what I could into Google Translate. And I have these screenshots here in this uh article to make the point that Israel is calling the vaccine certificate. They're calling the vaccine certificate a green mark. Here is, if you're on the website, you can see this Hebrew, Haaretz Hebrew screenshot. Okay? And I have highlighted the sentences that I copied into Google Translate. And here is the Hebrew to English Google Translation, which says, The second phase of lifting the restrictions after the closure will start the next day on Sunday. As part of the facilitation, a variety of businesses, cultural and sports events and houses of worship will be opened to the public. A variety of familiar means of protection, such as keeping a distance and the obligation to wear a mask, are joined by a new component, the green character. And now here is the highlighting of the rest of the page that I was still allowed access to. And if you're looking at it, you'll see three lines highlighted there. And here is what it says from Hebrew to English. It asks the question, what is the green mark? 
and who is eligible to receive it. The green mark allows the safe opening of various branches of the economy that were hitherto closed to the entry of the vaccinated and recovering only. I'm going to stop here for just a minute. This is not in the script. All of those branches that were previously closed to the entry of the vaccinated people and those who had had the COVID vaccine uh, or the COVID disease, uh, that those things were still closed to them. Okay, so understand it. There, it's, it's addressing those who have been vaccinated and those who have had the disease. And then it says. At this stage, it will not be possible to enter places with a green sign. And then we should fill that in unless you've had the vaccination or are certified to have recovered from it. You sort of recovered from uh, COVID. The Google translation is just slightly different than the muddled translation on the Haaretz website. But you get the point. No vaccination, no entering places designated as green. But there's more that fulfills the Revelation 13 beast. But before I show you that, let me share my experience of trying to log in to Haaretz's Hebrew language page. If you're listening by radio, you'll have to go to this page to see what I'm talking about. I'm showing a screenshot of the Hebrew language login page from when I was trying to log in to get to uh, the English because I, w- I wanted to la- you know see the whole article in English but this Hebrew language login page popped up and it happens to be in English which is uh, interesting to me but uh, right here I've got a picture of it but it may be too small for you to see it so let me blow it up for you I want you to I just wanted you to see the whole page I wanted you to see that I am actually on the Haaretz login page but now I'm going to blow up the form that pop up login form that says you can connect to the site in two ways and the one way that I'm trying to log in is with a password and my email address Um, and then under the, the please enter a password it says I confirm receipt of reading recommendations offers to purchase a subscription and mailing from Haaretz sites the marker now you're looking at just the login form on the Haaretz Hebrew language website and do you see the words the marker the marker is one word they've put the and marker together and they've made one word in the English text so there I was looking for information on the green mark at Haaretz and when I try to log in I must you know confirm receipt of reading recommendations offers to purchase a subscription and mailing from Haaretz sites and then the marker well now let me show you the other hint that this 
vaccine is part of the marking process. The Haaretz article begins with Earth says. Haaretz means the earth in Hebrew and it is also a reference to the land of Abraham's promise because Haaretz also means the land. Now, look at where this beast comes from. It's found in Revelation 13:11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, Haaretz or Haaretz, and he had two horns like a lamb and he spoke as a dragon. The beast with the two horns like a lamb comes up out of Haaretz, the land. Which land? Israel. Israel is leading the way in the vaccination passports. You see, the father does nothing without first telling his people what he is doing. He lets us know in many different ways also what others are doing because 100% of the time others, like these various beasts, are fulfilling his will. One of the ways he informs his people is through hints like this one. The announcement of the green mark came out of the earth, out of Haaretz, the land, folks. Do you need further convincing that this COVID vaccine is the beginning of the mark of the beast transitioning process? Well, how about this? Israel is about to bar unvaccinated people from some jobs, says the health minister. Not only that, but Israelis cannot enter many venues, as I said earlier, including grocery stores, without evidence of having been vaccinated. In the markers... Haaretz's article titled Netanyahu Labels Unvaccinated Israelis as the New Enemy, we read Netanyahu has tied his fate in the election to COVID vaccinations and suspicion arises that his proposals are influenced by personal considerations meanwhile disclosing names of Israelis who have yet to get vaccinated paves the way for severe infringement of privacy. Here is audio from a video on RT.com. This is Hayakorn Street in Tel Aviv, which runs parallel to the coastline. It's where many of the city's hotels are located. But right now, things could not be quieter. There are no tourists and the airport is closed. This is one of the few hotels that is open, but this is the closest we can go. Assuming you want to enter, you have to have what is called a green passport. It's issued after persons received two vaccinations 21 days apart. And in a month's time, just opposite the hotel, you won't be able to enter shops like this. You won't be able to enter supermarkets, gyms, shopping centers, synagogues. In fact, you won't be able to go just about anywhere in Israel unless you have a green passport. You won't be able to go anywhere in Israel without a green 
passport. What is the particular issue in scripture that people will face if they don't have the mark of the beast? And yes, I know there is an actual physical mark that has not been required yet. But what particular circumstance will affect those without the mark? that you can't buy and sell without it. Now let's go back to Revelation 13, verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke as a dragon. I've already read that one before. Revelation 13:16. And he, the two-horned Judeo-Christian beast that has the lamb's horns, causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand and in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Right now, People are not receiving a literal mark on their right hand or forehead. The three options on how to be marked are given in Revelation 13:17. We must understand that these are not necessarily listed in the order in which they will appear in the end of days. Let me submit to you that it is the second option. Having the name of the beast is actually the way this is rolling out. This is being done to fool people until the day when their DNA has been so tempered with that they no longer have any qualms about taking an electronic signature on or under their skin to forever mark them as belonging in Satan's inventory. But now let's look again at verse 17. There are options for who belong to the beast here. Those that have his physical mark or his name which means authority uh, or his number. We've gotten stuck on the physical mark but there are actually three ways that people will align with the beast and we're going to look at the Greek word for name because this is critical. What does the Greek word for name mean? It's anoma, first of all, in the Greek. And what does it mean? Is it just limited to being the beast's individual name? No, it's not the name of the beast. It means his authority and character. People who get vaccinated in order to have paper vaccine passports will now be operating under the beast's authority and they will also take on his character. It is all about the authority. Believers in Yeshua pray in his name. His name is his authority. You don't have to be physically marked. All you have to do is submit to the beast 
by taking on his authority over you. In this case, it is the vaccine passport. The beast's name will appear on the vaccine passport under the name of the country in which you were vaccinated. Vaccinations have always been recorded in medical records. In some instances, people needed vaccination certificates to travel. But this is a new thing, though. This is not about those rare travel vaccinations. Most people have traveled to and from foreign countries for decades without ever having gotten a vaccine for that and not carrying vaccine certificates. The COVID vaccine is the mark of the beast because his authority shown in the vaccine passport is your permission to buy and sell. Those without his permission cannot buy and sell. Now, right now, the beast's authority is on a piece of paper. That's the beginning. It will culminate in an outward physical mark so that others can know at a glance who is under the beast's authority without having to ask for papers. You know, that'll come later. The Jews are all for this and Israel is leading the way into the beast's final system one Jewish man is leading the way in America Ben Shapiro apparently we're going to lock down forever like forever ever 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 there's never going to be an end to this that apparently is the message coming out from the Biden administration and this is the stupidest thing you could possibly do at this moment it is truly idiotic The reason it is idiotic, as I have explained before, is that vaccines are coming out. These things are basically a damned miracle. These vaccines are unbelievably good. Jewish leaders like Ben Shapiro will lead many Christians and unbelievers alike to their eternal deaths. Israel, as I've said in the past, is the Judeo horn on the Revelation 13 beast with two horns. Christianity is the other horn. Both Judaism and Christianity lay claim to the Lamb, just in different ways. The wearing of the mark will not be, though, like the Holocaust, a sign of shame. This time, the mark will be a sign of pride, one of unity between Jews and Christians who believe that taking the vaccine will show what good people of Yahweh they are. They will have bought the lie and they will be proud to wear the mark. The problem is that once a person puts himself under the beast's authority, there is no getting out from under it. And it will culminate in worshiping the image of the beast. It will be the worshiping of the beast that Yahweh will see as denying Yeshua as God, King, and Savior. I've said this before and will say it again. Israel worshipped a beast, a calf, at Mount Sinai. Yahweh said they had broken the covenant. Now, 
Yahweh has a renewed covenant with his people today because of Yeshua's divine sacrifice. Those, though, who worship the end times beast will be guilty of breaking the renewed covenant. They will have failed the end times test regarding worshiping an image of a beast and will pay the price because Yahweh, Yeshua, will not be coming to save but to judge them just as the worship of the golden calf was a rejection of God as Israel's king so will be the worship of the beast's image a rejection of God as Israel's king it will have the same effect as denying Yeshua with the mouth he will be denied in two ways in the end through saying he is not God and king as some already are doing this and by taking the mark of the beast which will result in worshipping the beast the interaction between the worshippers and the image of the beast will seal their fate Revelation 14.9 says and the third angel followed them saying with a loud voice if any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb and the smoke of their torment ascends up forever and ever and they have no rest day nor night who worship the beast and his image and whosoever receives the mark of his name his authority the COVID vaccine is the mark of his authority in your life just because you now have it in your possession in chapter 16 is when Yahweh pours out the first vial of his wrath Revelation 16 1 and I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels go your ways and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth and who are the first people to receive his wrath those who have the mark and have subsequently worshipped the beast Revelation 16:2 And the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth and there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast and upon them which worshiped his image. So this begs the question. If one is able to take the mark but not worship the beast and his image. So is, are you able to take the mark but then not end up worshiping the beast and his image? The answer is no. If you take the mark, you will worship the beast and his image. These two actions go together everywhere that this is spoken of in the book of Revelation. Yahweh is telling his people that one will 100% lead to the other because these two actions are always seen together in the book of Revelation friends Israel Jerusalem is mystery Babylon 
She is the city where Revelation 11 says the two witnesses will be killed and that they will be killed in the same place that Yeshua was killed. Mystery Babylon is associated with the Antichrist in everyone's minds from 2,000 years ago, starting with the Apostles. And now, Mystery Babylon is leading the world into the apostasy, the falling away. One way the Jews are doing this is through this vaccine program. They have begun to make the best use of this man-made and man-orchestrated pandemic. Their wiles are not limited now to simply lying to you about Yeshua and trying to convert you to being a Noahide. No, they are going to remake non-willing, non-Jews into Noahides. The Mark and Noahidism go hand in hand. Taking the Mark of the Beast is a process, not an event, as we have always thought. The COVID vaccine is the first step in getting marked. By itself, it says that people are willing to enter the Beast's marking system, which will culminate in a completion of the marking process. From the beginning, Yahweh has worked through processes, and Bill Gates, who I mentioned earlier, has now called for the third vaccine dose, and he has also called anti-vaxxers like me crazy and evil. Well, Here's what I have to say to Bill Gates, Angela Merkel, Benjamin Netanyahu, Joseph R. Biden, and Ben Shapiro. Isaiah 5.20 Woe to them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter that's it for this beast watch news update this is kimberly rogers brown signing off click over to beastwatchnews.com for full comprehensive coverage of all the headlines fulfilling end of days bible prophecy